0: Welcome to the Oxkala Podcast by University of Oxford South Asian Arts Society. This is your host, Shishir Rao. This is Episode 1. What is Kalyan? Today we have with us Shri Nachiketa Yakundi. Nachiketa ji, or Nachi ji, is a Hindustani musician and guru in the San Francisco Bay Area. He has learned from several maestros of this glorious tradition of music, most notably Padma Bhushan, Pandit Basavaraj Rajguru, Ustad Alipur Khan, sahib, and more recently from Sri Rajan Parika referred to in our episode as Rajan. Thank you so much Nachi ji for joining us today. We're really really excited to have you on this Oxkala podcast. Today we'll be discussing an important concept, an important idea in Hindustani classical music, Kalyan. Kalyan is a thought which means it comprises of many a raga but also it's something a bit more abstract, an idea, a spirit, that lives inside so many ragas. Now, Kalyan being such an abstract idea makes it very, very difficult to disentangle. So let's start from a very simple place. Let's start by looking at the thought, Kalyan. So Nachiji, let's start by asking the question, what is a thought? And what is the function of a thought before progressing to the thought Kalyan specifically?
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely. First of all, Thank you, Shishir. Thank you for having me. It is an absolute pleasure to be here. I know we have had so many conversations about so many topics over the phone, FaceTime, uh, even when uh, during those great pre COVID times when we would actually meet in person, (laughs) when you had your trips across the pond to the Bay Area here. Um, But it's this is this is this is beautiful that we are doing this here. Um, so yes, about uh, thoughts in general, the system as it was uh, envisioned and created by Vishnu Narayan Khande in the early 20th century was really built upon an incredible level of research, understanding exploration uh, introspection by Bhat Khande himself he traversed the entire country which was pre-independence India so all over the country um, and he g- gathered so much knowledge so much information so much detail so much um, uh, material whether it was by talking to different people by reading, reading up on texts and bandishes and rags and you name it by listening to people by himself exploring and performing and teaching amazing amount of work this man did and he came up with this system of thoughts that contain 10 thoughts right one of them is of course kalyan right and he made it quite clear, first of all, that the thought system itself is an approximation of an existing thought-like system in the Carnatic tradition, the Melakarta system, which has 72 Melekartha. So approximating 72 to 10 was itself a big deal, right? And because of the approximation, there would always be there would always be controversies and uh, and uh, ambiguities and even a little bit of um, in free, uh, degrees of freedom that Bhagchanda himself took. So the Kalyan system, he and Yaman in particular, the rag Yaman in the Kalyan system, uh, in the Kalyan thought, really he understood that to have so many colors and hues across different people different traditions different areas of the country that he said you know why is yaman yaman why is yaman in particular sure but why is a raga rag what makes it so um, what makes it what defines its properties its its characteristics and why would it fall into a container a thought Um, as, let's say, Kalyan, as if if Kalyan were a thought, what is a common characteristic um, among the different rags in Kalyan? And in particular, in Kalyan, what makes Yaman Yaman, Mm -hmm. right? So all these things he thought about, I mean, you can imagine how much, (laughs) what the the, the amount of thought and... uh, uh, just the ideas running in his head at that time. And he had to put all that to uh, some kind of discernible uh, thought, uh, discernible writing. And uh, uh, and so one tool that he used was to have a debate with himself.
2: Hmm.
1: So he would, he he had an alter ego called Chatur Pandit, which was one of his pen names, by the way. So he would be talking as if it were a discussion, as if it were a dialogue between himself and Chatur Pandit. And he would say, oh fool, don't you know what this is? And he would go on to explain these things. So it was a kind of, it was a, it's a very effective tool, right? So he would sort of keep himself as a person <laughs> outside of the conversation, but it's the same guy. Right. So it was it was an amazing way of going back and forth and sort of trying to deal with the controversies, the ambiguities. Um, and so um, as to your original question, a long, <laughs> long winded um, return to the uh, question is Kalyan is such an such a vast thought. Um, there's so many rags in it. So many um, different boop is there. There is Shuddha Kalyan. There is uh, Hamir and Nand and uh, Kedar and all that, right? And uh, Yaman, the flagship of Kalyan, is. Um, as, as, and I think we'll be talking a little more about this. Yaman is such an incredible, um, incredibly rich rag right, that I think it is so, so befitting for Yaman to be in Kalyan, a, 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 in terms of just the majesty, the grandeur, the, the vastness of its influence. Um, so I hope that answered your question, but we can talk about it. some
0: more. Uh, absolutely. That's a great starting point. I, I, I think we have a couple takeaways from just this point that I'd just like to unwrap for uh, for some of the listeners, the viewers, uh, this this absolute genius of a man, Bhatkan Denji, you would have this uh, self socratic dialogue of some sort, right questioning answer, and then um, debating and then using these these techniques to develop what became the thought system and and then also using these techniques to understand why rags belonged in the thoughts that he said they belonged in now. Kalyan is, as you said, this, 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 uh, this ocean, this absolute majestic ocean which has many an element in it, many a raga in it. Now, why is Yaman in Kalyan specifically? Let's, would you like to show a demonstration?
1: Yeah, 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 sure, sure.
0: So, I will turn on my
1: Tanpura here, which I hope will be audible to everyone. Hmm. Sa. Now, the Kalyan thought, the scale Kalyan, which in its ascent and descent is fairly easy to easy to comprehend,
2: which is Sarega ma Sani sa dha Everything being shuddh, or uh, for, I'm not
1: too sure about the Western uh, equivalent, um, and, the, te- and the, mad, the ma being tivra, which is the, the sharper ma. Um, Sarregama kalyan thaat. Now, your question was why is yaman in kalyan thaat,
2: yeah. right?
1: Yeah. So yaman has the same uh, notes as Kalyan just um, like, like I just showed you but Yaman has a little more um, how should I put it a little more um, complex ascent and descent and it has some very specific stopping vista points where uh, the notes and the specific phrases come to define the rag itself so yaman would go something like this <clears throat> and this is this is the bare minimal yaman
2: mm. <laughs> Gama ba, gama dani, dani ba, gama dani sa, sa. Notice how Notice how
1: Sorry The Sa Is skipped On the way up The langhan The, the langhan or the skipping Of Sa itself is such a, such, I think it's such a uh, unique mm, uh, property of Yaman. Such a unique property. I mean, how do do you skip the Sa? Isn't it that, isn't that the most basic of the the starting note? How do you skip Sa? There is a Sa in there somewhere. But the fact that you expect Explicit, expressly skip Sa, that I think is, it It opens up a whole new world of possibilities. If Sa itself can be skipped, then what else can be skipped? And how do you bring the Sa back into
0: usage? So indeed, uh, the Sa is skipped, but, um, and it's very clear that skipping of Sa is a very vital component of Yaman, but is there a form of Yaman that can exist without the skipping of Sharaj? Can, can there be something else that gives heart to the Raga?
1: That's a beautiful question, Shishi. So, two parts to that. First of all, the fact that there is a skipping of Sa, or on a broader note, the fact that there is skipping at all, right? I think that is a very important facet of Yaman. The skipping, the langhan, the and, the second, the second um, facet here is the skipping of seemingly important notes, right, sa, pa, I mean, if you're able to skip sa and pa, which are, in kalyan in general, but in in many rags, in many rags, sa and pa have incredible importance uh, in any rag, almost any rag that they are in. But how do you skip the sa and pa, these two founding ra, uh, notes of a rag, and yet show the beauty of that rag or the, the 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 essence
0: of that rag, right? So, is the skipping of sa and pa maybe an exercise in conflict resolution, perhaps? Like, for example, if if I was presenting the Saraga Yaman, to a proverbial audience, there'd be uh, numerous instances where I'd be skipping the Sa. Um, and I finally uh, returned the Sa. And at that point, the, the audience has desired to hear that, that resolution for a long, long while. And giving it um, kind of settles the tension. Uh, and resolves the idea, resolves the, the, the elaboration on the Raga of Yaman. Up until that point, of course, is this, is this how one should go about presenting this Raga in, in, this, in this method, in this conflict resolution, um, an acceptable way to view expansion of this Raga, or is it just merely a performance aspect? Is it just histrionics? thanksy <laughs> that's that's, it. that's, that's yeah. point, that point actually
1: no it's not it, yes it can be it can be uh, modified even construed to be a nice uh, stage tactic sure but Absolutely. but the idea the, the fundamental idea that in yemen you create you create that sense of longing of yearning of um, of um, oh my god when is that Sa ever going to come and resolve all my problems? Right?
0: Is the uh, proper term for it perhaps viraha, or is that uh, improper here? I, I, viraha
1: is more on a on a sadder note, on a melancholic note. But it's this a... is not melancholy here. No, 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 no. It, this is not melancholic um, uh, yearning. No, it's not. It is. It is that. How? how how about delayed gratification? How about that, right? Where you you are saying, I'll show you, Sa, I'll show you, pa. But hang on, I'll first skip it, yeah, and then come back to it, right? In a in a in 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 a roundabout way, in a in a different way, from a different approach, right? So, uh, if you notice the when I sang earlier, right, it was sa. When that sa comes back, it's not just for me as a performer showing that sa, but even for the listeners. Like, wait a minute, that sa was not there, and now it is here. Ah, finally, peace at last. Right? That that kind of that kind of build up of tension in the first half of that, that phrase okay. and the resolution of that tension, right? And Sa being the ah uh, the, the, the 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 bomb that cures all right yes. it that that is an incredibly effective property of Yaman right Yes, <laughs> of course, people. Of course, performance take take advantage of this, and you build up a whole act around it, yeah. right? And it's it, it's very effective, right? But Yaman allows for that. In fact, it is an inherent property of Yaman, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's let's unpack this a little further, right? So, um, outside of this uh, galaxy of Kalyan, if I may call it, so there's there's so many dogs. Which really uh, quite uh, uh, aggressively capitalise on this uh, notion of conflict and resolution. I guess a, a good example would be perhaps something like Marwa.
1: Whoa! You could not have you could not have mentioned a better example.
0: Spot on? Yes. But but this but this concept of conflict and resolution is not the same, perhaps as that scene in Marwa, right? Because uh, I know that when one does. Uh, present the sa in Marwa; uh, it'll just rather be filled with more tension, uh, following up after it, as opposed to some form of like lasting peace, lasting gratification. One could say, right? Yes, it's
1: so fleeting. That sa is so fleeting. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. Fleeting. That's that's a more appropriate word for it. And and you know that the uh, resolution that one uh, receives in in Marwai is not going to be. Um, Something everlasting—it'll be uh, ephemeral at best. <laughs> but 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 in Yemen, you're allowed to cling on to that. You know, it's not something ephemeral; it's something that's uh, truly going to give one peace. That, 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 is, that is so true. In fact,
1: the term that you used earlier, viraha—that that that melancholic yearning, yeah. that 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 sadness-filled mm, anxiety, right? That is what Marwa has. Right, where the 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 absence of sa is so disquieting, it is not just. It's not the fact that you'll come back to it somehow and uh, maybe get some gratification from the sa finally there being there. It's not just that. It is. It is a fleeting sa. It's 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 just gonna be there and just fly away. Right, and building that oh my god when is sa ever going to come back and and just take care of all my problems right yes it's not going to happen it's not going to happen it's not going to happen and if it does happen it's just going to be and fly away right so that in my opinion is is more sadness filled f- filled it's it's like oh my god i know it's going to be there i know sa is going to come there and but it's going to go away anyway soon after soon thereafter
0: yeah, yeah, I, I, I like that definition of yaman. The, 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 the tension is something which is there, but you can, um, you can resolve it quite concretely, as opposed to you know example of Madwa. Now, now, in general, though, is there, is there a necessity to have this type of tension, this concept of conflict and resolution, whilst presenting yaman, or is there? a way that one can present this raga and give it heart give it spirit without engaging in this uh, uh, demonstration of tension and uh, the resolution of that tension the answer
1: is yes okay. and yes so yes yaman absolutely can exist without this um, without this um, uh, tension and conflict resolution and all that right so what I was saying earlier as this nirega and uh, coming back to sa and pa whatever that is one Ah. aspect right that is one of the central themes of yaman right but the older yaman and even even uh, a few composers like uh, Ramashrejha, Ramrang right have even created bandishes that show sarega ga ma pa, sarega ma pa da pa pa. Absolutely. Now, so the question is, where is the conflict? It is not there. So, is is, is Yaman conflict, and that hence Yaman must necessarily have conflict? Nope. Nope. Right. It is the approach to pa, to sa, to ga, to ni. Right. These are, and it's one of those things, right? It's a classic, um, uh, like my friend Rajan put it uh, so beautifully in terms of a, a, a cricket uh, analogy. A good knock in May does not a summer make. So one, one thing about Yaman does not define the entire Yaman. It is, it is a whole set of little things, not so little things, right? important things not so important things the the sum is greater than its parts
0: right and one
1: of those parts happens to be this conflict resolution thing you're talking about sa and pa right
0: yeah no that's inc- that's inc- incredibly uh, enlightening because what you've uh, just kind of hinted at is that this uh, th- that these that these rules that we have discussed about yemen are not necessary requirements for yemen um so w- with with knowledge of that now could you perhaps please give a demonstration of uh, you know alap or composition or some uh, view of yaman which is antithetical to everything that we've discussed thus far yeah 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 so uh, several examples abound now
1: th- the first thing is yaman there there are a few uh, necessary requirements right for example a strong ga Uh, a Ga that is I don't know uh, uh, that is that is incredibly magnetic right everything right somehow somehow revolves around that Ga Uh, and, uh, and, and either comes back to Ga and just stays at Ga or has a ga element so strong that even if it were to not stay back on ga that effect of ga has um, some kind of bearing on those neighboring notes as well you know that ga is coming somehow whether it was obvious from the get-go or there is something that ga is lingering it's there it's there. It's like an aura surrounding whatever else is being sung, even if ga is not explicitly mentioned. Right? It's... it's. Uh, here Here's an example. Right? Mm. There's a beautiful bandish by Ramrang, as I was... Uh, whom I was referring
2: to earlier. Mm. Rangde, Rangde, Rangarajwa Morichonariya Rangasavariya Gona Manu tore More mitava Rangja Pamagare Gamapadanita Pamagare
1: See that? Where is the conflict Where is the conflict where that power was kept? No? was not there. Right? That's right. That's absolutely right. Rang, um, and then see and there are a couple of other bandishes of his where he does gama pa. Yes. Nisa. gama pa ni sa? Gamma pa? Gama pa ni There is no uh, skipping of sa and pa and coming back to sa and pa later on. Ah, it's there, right? But notice the 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 importance of ga you, you see that 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 guy is just it's looming large right yeah, mm, de, right there
0: this 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 is another very nice thing about the about that composition you just sang it goes correct me if i'm wrong yeah, that that rishab has Gandhar on top. Ga looming large.
1: It's gonna get you. It's gonna
0: you are you
1: are not going to escape that 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 magnetism of
0: ga. You're not. This, I mean, this composition is brilliant for a whole lot of reasons, including the placement of tala, including you know where it starts. Yes, and
1: and where the sum is that's correct. And the sum is not on sa; it's on ni. Yeah. That, that we we'll, I think we'll talk about that a little later. But the fact that you you see that there is there is the, the the conflict resolution is not there or the conflict and its resolution is not there but that the the the, the properties of Yaman right the approaches to ga yes. the, the 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 elements the quintessential elements of ga in different phrases right yeah. the approach to ni yes the approach to pa yeah. from above from below from just a whiff of sa and pa right all these together make this bandish sure it's is an exquisite bandish in and of itself right but it portrays the 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 the, the elements of yaman yeah. that you don't necessarily find in the in the popular yaman bandishes and and notice and notice notice this right.
2: Rang de, rang de, ni. So
1: is is the auth is the is the composer creating a conflict now with ni? Rajava
2: morichonariya. There's the song. Ranga Savariya Pagama Patapa. There's plenty of pa to go around. Exactly. Guna Manuto Zani
1: Pa There was an absence of pa there, but you've you've already had your fill of pa from the earlier, yeah. Exactly. Moremita Pamagare Gamapada pamagare sa. No skipping, no langhan anywhere, no uh, conflict, uh, no, um, tension, no tension, nothing. It is just a beautiful up and down, right? It is, it is all these elements, right? The skipping, the um, the the overload of pa, for example, or the the, the straightforwardness, the the, the saralta uh, of. Uh, there's no skipping. pa. Mm-hmm. da Right? All these come together beautifully in this Bandish, right? Yet the, and, and that Yaman is intact, right?
2: sa Right? And, and,
1: and like I was saying earlier, right? The, the, there are certain, um, there are certain absolutes of Yaman. Ga, ni, right? These are, oh, these are large, large, um, uh, factor, large influences, uh, of, of the rag, right? So the, the accentuating of ni to show the, the, the beauty of Yaman, right? That's what this bandish is doing.
0: Exactly, it, it does that. Now, I feel like this composition collects many of the uh, atypical uh, movements of the raga uh, yaman and presents them in a concise manner. Um, I mean, there's some phrases which is evident, uh, you know, that that one cannot render as a pakad of yaman, such as right. That that phrase has has movements. Uh, which is not uh, canonical Yaman. If, if it instead were or something along those lines, it would have been uh, more appropriately, more canonically Yaman. Now, now uh, I, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, is there is there a heart of the Saraga which is still preserved um, through the composition, even though it's through these atypical phrases and not canonical movements? Can 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 you highlight movements within the composition which really scream yaman even though everything about it is grammatically very un yaman yeah it
1: again uh, couple of elements here first of all it really shows you how much how much thought and 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 sheer sheer work mm. ram rang put into this bandish right it may have come to him in a matter of seconds. Sure, may have. Who knows, right? This this man, Ramrang is a different topic of conversation altogether, right? So it, it may have come to him, in, but but the thing is, it is it is a result of distilled work and wisdom and intelligence and uh, just knowledge, right, of of this man, right. I'm I'm talking about this bandish being the result of all that right but I think one aspect of this bandish that Ram Rang wanted to show is how do you show Yaman without touching upon at least explicitly the mm, so-called common popular catchphrases right how do you show that Right, and I think he just he just hit a home run right
0: there. Right, there's a there's a way we could show this raga yaman without expressly showing the pakards, Nachiji. So so basically, this this genius of a man is able to distill the raga into uh, into something which is even outside the puckards even uh, outside the canonical uh, path that this raga takes exactly so that 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 that's the
1: second aspect i was coming to the first is of course the man himself (laughs) the man right ramran the second is yaman now yaman is as i mentioned a few earlier on in the conversation it is so rich it is so vast it is so regal right that you want to make a A sad song out of it? Great. You want to make a happy song? Great. You want to make it a somber song? Great. You want to show its bhakti element, its devotional element? Great. You want to show its peaceful, its tranquil aspect. Great. Right? That's the beauty of Yaman, right? It is so it is such an ocean of interpretation emotion, mm, and, and and sheer power, yeah. right, in, in the different phrases that it has, that it's inexhaustible. Okay. Right. Yeah. So now, do you necessarily have to have, Sure, that's a catchphrase. In fact, that is one way to immediately identify Yaman. Interesting. Right. So it's the it's the I think the 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 question here is of the immediacy, right? Do do you really need to just bash the listener on the head with that puckered and tell him, hey, you just heard Nere Appa,
0: so here is Yaman for you. Now go enjoy it, right? <laughs> so what you're saying is there's a there's a version of Yaman that you can you know bash someone on the head with, but what's the opposite of that? Something. Uh, more subtler something more nuanced but they still get the message that they're hearing Yemen with the other end is i think captured beautifully in this bandish ah.
1: which is you know you have to think a little bit right this is a thinking person's bandish i think right where if you just go by this the, 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 the bare notes that you're listening to yeah. hey it's kalyan right it's it's there but now you're 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 drawn into the the, the mystique of yes. oh wait a minute i'm not hearing a nerega i'm not hearing that parega i'm not hearing that i'm not hearing Gamadani so I'm not hearing that how come how come where is Yaman if there is no nirega uh, if where is Yaman if there is no parega right yeah. you and so it makes you if that's what the listener is thinking, right it makes them think about really are you sure it's not Yaman?
0: yeah
1: are you sure you didn't hear that approach to ga? Are you sure you did not hear a parega somewhere lurking in the in the in in the, in the depths of that bandish? Are you sure you didn't? It makes you. It draws you in. It yeah. sucks you in and never lets go. <laughs> when I say never lets go, ever since I've I learned this bandish yeah. um, from Rajan, by the way, it hasn't left me. In fact, every almost every day,
0: yeah.
1: at least once. I'm singing this. It is swimming in my head. It is just swimming. And maybe it's me. Yeah. But I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm okay. sure I'm not alone.
0: It indeed is, Nachiji. This is a fantastic composition and a fantastic discussion uh, where we've discussed uh, more classic approaches to the Raga Yaman as well as uh, as, is, as in the case of this composition more atypical uh, modes of exploring Raga Yaman. I think this is a good place to pause our discussion and conclude episode 1 of the Oxkala podcast series. Please join us for episode 2 with the continued discussion of Raga Yaman and All Things Kalyan with Sri Nachiketa This is Oxkala Podcast.